0: Undrafted free agent out of Northwestern University, started his career on the practice squad by midseason. He was active and he's never stopped hustling and is now a part of the D-line rotation. He's in the mix every Sunday. Glad he made it through that one yesterday. A little nervous there when he headed to the sidelines, but uh, he's back with us here tonight. Uh, really a good guy. I think you'll enjoy him. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler Lancaster. Welcome to the turn, Tyler.
1: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it
0: good win for you guys uh what is it about the bounce back ability in that locker room how do you make sure one doesn't become two
1: i mean when your back's against the wall when you face adversity i feel like the the really good teams they they bounce back they know the attitude that needs to flow through the locker room you can't let two happen in a row and and when you face some adversity like that you you know it's it's a lot easier to bounce back than to to sink in, so you don't feel sorry for yourselves, so you, get, you get to work.
0: That's what Matt was saying, you know, we just went back to work and that has been his mantra, you know, reset button, we hear that almost every week. Um, how do you guys go about that? I mean, were, were you angry when you got back from San Francisco or was it just, all right, San Francisco, is San Francisco, it's Monday, we're, well you didn't even look at the film till Wednesday, right? But all right, you know what I'm saying, let's just turn that page and do what we've gotta do.
1: Yeah, I mean it hurt, you know, any game like that is gonna hurt and you really look yourself in the mirror and, and you see what went wrong, but as soon as you watch that film, as soon as you make those corrections, then you gotta flush it and uh, it's been that way. Every year of football, no matter what level, if you, you have a bad game, you flush it, it's on to the next week. It's There's no use in looking back, it's always looking forward.
0: You're a young player. There's a few veterans on this team, but not many have been on winning teams. Aaron Rodgers is one, obviously, and um, he has impressed upon i think everybody you guys are in a very enviable position right now (laughs) something you cannot take for granted or let go
1: definitely not and uh yeah nine and three is a good place to sit but uh we talk about it all the time we got to focus on going one and oh each week and uh nine and three doesn't matter we just want to go one and oh so um i'm not really gonna bask in it until the super bowl you know Mm -hmm. so really can't like live on the success you just got to focus one week at a time
0: so uh you got a little ding yesterday what happened
1: yeah i mean uh a little football hit you know helmet to helmet you you guys are crazy
0: that's 300 pounds full (laughs) speed every snap on the inside trenches i don't know how you do it
1: yeah double team you know uh neck got a little crunched up in there but uh all the scans look good okay Uh, I'm stiff today, but feeling better every day, you know. I'll I'll be back real soon. Like I said, it's a double pillow night at the Lancaster house. (laughs)
2: Yeah, as a D lineman, constantly crashing into these huge offensive linemen, these 300-pound monsters, what is it like for your body the next couple of days after a football game? What do you feel like?
1: You know, uh, when you get multiple of those double-team games, you know, when you get a lot of double-teams, when you get hit a lot – It takes some time to come back. You know, it's really, really, your body needs time to recover. Um, Today, it wasn't just the neck that hurt, it was pretty (laughs) much the whole body, you know, knees, ankles, neck, arms, everything. So um, after those games, you know, it takes some time, but that's what it's like being a pro. You know, you got to know how to recover, you got to know what to do. So, I mean, we go through it every week, and and, uh, it's worked so so well this season. You know, injuries have been down, and, and I think we're doing a good job. What's the recovery process
2: for you? What's the routine after games and during the week? How do you get your body right again?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's more of an active recovery. The next day we go in, we're already lifting and running. So um, we obviously got to go to the training room and take care of ourselves in terms of rehab. But you got to hit the tubs. You know, living in the tubs, the hot tub and the cold tub, <laughs> uh, that's pretty big. You know, guys are in there all the time. but. You got to get some rehab, hit the tubs, and then more of an active recovery. You get your lift in, you get your run in, and, uh, you know, you keep rolling. Prefer the
0: hot prefer the hot tub or the
1: cold tub? I prefer the hot tub. That yeah. cold tub's ridiculous. So I, yeah, <laughs> I would, too. I can't I even. Would too. Oh, man. It's ridiculous.
2: When does your body start feeling like it wants to play
1: another game again? January.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Is, the, is there a day of the week where you're like, all right, I could do this again?
1: Um, I mean, Thursday's our heavy day. It's our full padded day, and, and – it's like another game, really. So by then, I, I I feel like I'm still feeling some effects of the game. So not until Saturday, really, that I uh, that I feel ready to go. And I mean, that's ideal because obviously the next day you've got a game. So um, yeah, it really. Yeah, but takes that's a one day where you game. feel good. Yeah, one yeah. out of seven <laughs> you
0: feel good, and then you go and play another one and get beat up again that's the life that's the life some
2: would say why would you do that to yourself
1: <laughs> i mean <laughs> put
2: your body through that
1: love of the game yeah. uh the pay doesn't hurt um <laughs> you know uh, we want to win a super bowl and and take some sacrifice let's talk you know. about
0: the let's talk about the game yesterday tyler what was the play? saquon barkley really good uh yeah. and i thought for the most part he wound up 83 yards 19 carries 4.4 long as 16 uh i think that was job one, usually is with you guys, especially up front it was to control the run. Much better job, I thought.
1: Yeah, uh, defensively, we knew uh, number one was stop 26. Uh, he's a difference maker, playmaker. He's a fantastic player. Um, but not number two was affect the quarterback, affect the rookie quarterback. So um, I think we did that as well. You were mentioning earlier uh, with Z's interview, talking about those pressures. Um, Really, it started with 26. Then we had to take care of the quarterback. And then our final number three was be us. Be fast and physical, be decisive, and, and play hard. And, and I, I think you saw with those takeaways and, and the way we played, it, it looked pretty good.
0: Did you see Barkley in, at Penn State? Did you play him?
1: Yeah, I played him a couple times. Uh, yeah, he's
0: the real deal. Dynamic. Very he's good, Ridiculous. very good. Uh, but yeah, Daniel Jones, on the other hand, uh, looked like a rookie quarterback yeah, with I mean, that pressure.
1: He's a good player, um, but he's he's a rookie, and you got to take advantage of that. Um, I saw him in college as well. Did you? Yeah, twice. Um, We got him once. He got us once, so it's good to be two and one against him. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Indeed.
0: Uh, You gave up the one touchdown uh, on their first drive. Uh, After that, uh, again, good red zone work. Uh, they held the ball a lot. A uh, couple of fourth down conversions uh, kept drives alive, uh, but I think you guys had to feel good down to down about what you were able to get done.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, those fourth down conversions can get frustrating, and that's something that really right to worked too. On. Quite but uh, sneaks of all things. Yeah, right. But um, you know, holding them to one touchdown and then two more field goals, uh, it feels pretty good. And uh, keeping them out of the end zone, you know, that's really going to make the difference in the game.
2: Started your rookie year. On the practice squad you get signed to the active roster on october 6th you make your nfl debut in detroit the next day what do you remember about that whirlwind process going from practice squad to making your nfl
1: debut that was that was pretty wild um it was not on my radar at the time although when i went in and and i signed on for the practice squad i was like any given week i could be moved up so i got to be ready so i always knew the game plan and always i was always physically prepared for it so um, I put myself in the best possible pos- position but being moved up I got moved up the day before the game and uh, he, t- he, he coach warned me he's like all right be ready just in case and that case came up and and I signed and in my debut I had one rep and it was on field goal block I remember uh, <laughs> Mike D ran off the field because he was a little tired so I ran on and I was like this is it here we go and that was the only rep all game I got but uh you know it was exciting
2: <laughs> Sick. Would you say it was a successful
1: rep for you? What do you remember about that play? I, I mean, I I did my job. I, I tried to block the kick unsuccessfully, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I didn't really count that. I, I guess that is technically my first action, but it wasn't until next week that I had some defensive reps, and then it started building on from there. And so. really, Tyler,
0: the more you played, the more productive you were, and it was hard not to Take your eyes off your your hustle. Uh, You know you get after it, and that's certainly continued through this training camp. And to earn a spot on the 53 and now become a part of the rotation, uh, you have to really feel good about the growth you've made from that Saturday call-up to where you are right now.
1: Yeah, I mean I just got to keep making a case week to week on why they should keep me. You know it's always a job interview, um, especially when this is what we do. Um, We're constantly interviewing and. And uh, I'm hoping that I'm doing a good job doing that, and uh, you know I got to keep improving if they want if I want them to keep me around.
0: For sack this season?
1: Oh yeah, for one fine. and a half. I, one and I, a half, yeah. All right, who was the one you got? The one? Uh, so the the full one was on Kyle Allen against the, uh, the Panthers. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I I Z helped me out with both of those to be completely honest. Uh, uh, Z's
0: helping out with a lot of things. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, talk about the impact this guy's made.
1: Yeah, he's incredible. Um, he's a leader on and off the field, and and uh, you know he's a guy who's gonna make those plays when they need to be made. So um, he's a really good friend as well. You know he, he's easily approachable. Um, he's great with the fans. He's great with the teammates. Uh, I love the guy.
2: What do you think about all of his celebrations?
1: Oh, they're hysterical. Oh <laughs> man, some of them are a little too much for me, but uh, you know it gives him a little attention, and I love it. You know uh, some of them are fails, and some of them are, are excellent. So. Um, I've seen him and him, him and Preston try to do a handshake once, and they spent a good 15 seconds on the field not knowing what to do, trying to do this handshake, and it was hysterical. We watched it in the defensive meeting for a good me, a good minute, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's pretty dynamic with those celebrations.
2: Are you a celebration guy yourself or just kind of all business?
1: Oh, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. So <laughs> um, it's funny because when I got that forced fumble against the Chiefs, um, that was a
2: big play. Big play. That play.
1: <laughs> they wanted me to run down and lead the D train. And I was like, oh, man, it's not usually me, but I'll do it. So <laughs> we watched that on film as well. And I felt pretty awkward about it. But, you know, whatever. It's fun.
2: It's, it's that peer pressure, man. You got to yeah. do it.
1: A yeah.
0: couple of sprints to the end zone yesterday, too. Uh, oh yeah, you know after the picks and uh, and the group celebrations, it's uh, it's fun to watch. Tyler Lancaster, our guest tonight. Hey, we're gonna take a break. Come back with more from Tyler. Talk about this Packer defense and what's in front of these guys with a month to go. Don't go away. The fifth quarter returns to the turn right after this. Timeout.
2: 40th year on the air. This is the fifth quarter, live from the turn, powered by Top Golf Swing Suites. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt
0: Z. Hey, welcome back we're visiting with tyler lancaster the jovial northwestern wildcat on the d-line with us tonight happy to have him on board hey we only got a couple of weeks left for the hot and the cold play our friends from robinson have uh, gotten a prize package together every week if you guess the hotter cold play you take it home tonight you also get qualified for a pair of indoor club seats to that finale against the bears which is only a couple weeks away in fact we're going to give away that prize next week so we'll have two more opportunities to get registered tonight. So let's look for a hot play winner from the game yesterday. Larry's up first. What's your guess? I think uh, the
2: fourth down conversion.
0: That was a big play. Huge no question. Play. I think both LaFleur and Rogers said that it was one of the key plays of the game. But that's not it, Larry. Sorry. Mm. Big play. Great throw by Rogers with a man on him and Geronimo with a big catch. But uh, not the hot play I had in mind. What's your guess?
2: Um, Alan Lazard's touchdown on catch.
0: Hot play was the most wide-open play of the day. Yes, it was the touchdown that put the Packers on top for good in this one. In motion, Lazard to the slot of the right side. Long count by A-Rod, second and one of the New York... 36 Rodgers takes bootlegs right stops and throws deep down the middle
1: he's got his man
0: wide open Alan Lazar touchdown Green Bay 37 yards Antoine Bethea wasn't even in the area code and the Packers recapture the lead 13 to 7 on the call on the Packer Radio Network, yeah, Allen really showed up. Uh, Aaron Rodgers asked after the ball game if uh, Lazard can be the consistent playmaking second receiver.
1: I think so. It's, he made a couple really big plays today. And obviously, the first catch was got us going when it looked like we had we had him offsides. And when I threw it, I mean, that ball just came off a lot farther left than I was hoping. What a great adjustment! And in the weather and the, and the wet. Ball, You know, to come down with that while he's going to the ground is pretty important. I've always said about Allen, he, he just has a, a calm demeanor. You know, he, has, he expects to make those plays.
0: Making him, uh, and he's getting more snaps because he's making him. Who's our hot play winner? That was Jeff. Jeff, way to go. You're in, and we'll draw that one next week, and we'll do the cold play a little bit later on. Tyler Lancaster, our guest tonight, uh, in a line group with Kenny Clark, with uh, Dean Lowry, a fellow Wildcat, uh you know montravius has come on he was our guest a couple of weeks ago uh and then obviously the guys on the perimeter uh really making things interesting with the smith boys and everything else uh talk about your room tyler and why do you think it has clicked the way it has
1: i think uh we've got a really young room so we've got a bunch of leaders in the room we kind of have to step up um but i mean the guys are just really close you know we're all close in age i don't think anyone's older than I, mean, I think Dean Lowry's the, the oldest, and if he's not 25, he's 26, and, uh, you know, everybody's under, under that age, so. Um, That's young. Yeah, we're all pretty young, so we all click, you know, we play the same video games and uh, <laughs> talk about the same things, you know. Or video games. So, I mean, uh, we really come together as a unit, so uh, it feels really good that way. How much time do you guys spend together
2: away from Lambo, outside of the office?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's not much time away from Lambo, but uh, when there is, uh, we like to take advantage of that. We like to go to dinners every now and then. Uh, uh, guys will go to each other's houses playing video games and everything. Even when we're not together, you know, we'll we'll be online uh, talking to each other and everything. So, you know, it is it is a friendship in that room, and, and I appreciate those guys.
2: Who's the best video game player among you guys? Oh man.
1: Uh, I, I think it depends, but uh, I think Kenny Clark will give everybody a run for their money. You What's know? the game of choice for me? Yeah, uh, I'm a I'm a Call of Duty guy. All right. You know those gun games can't get away from them. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. As long as it's
2: not real life, right? It's oh, no, not a, yeah, no, yeah, not a yeah, chance. Not a <laughs> chance. <laughs> <laughs> so you played your college ball at
1: Northwestern University. What made you decide to become a Wildcat? Uh, it was kind of the whole package for me. Um, I'm from the southwest suburbs of Chicago, so it was only an hour away, you know. is uh Big Ten football, academically prestigious, and, and right by Chicago. So it kind of had the whole package for me. Uh, honestly, I, I do really like Wisconsin. Um, they never offered me, so shout-out Wisconsin. Um, but uh, <laughs> Look at me now, yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> but, no, I mean, for real, though, uh, I love Northwestern and everything they've done for me. They've done so much during recruiting and so much afterwards. So um, yeah, I appreciate the Were you getting kind of
0: uh, wired when Pat Fitzgerald was mentioned prominently <laughs> in the uh, search this mm-hmm. off season?
1: I mean, I was confident that he would not come uh, just based on the fact that I know how much he cares for that program. Um, That's a Dean told me too, Yeah, fellow walk. His family, his family's from there. You know, he's, he's set up his whole life there and, and uh, he's kind of a legacy there, so. Um, We knew that he wouldn't be coming, but everybody was asking us, like, hey, is is Pat Fitzgerald coming up here next year? And I'm like, listen, it's not going to happen. But it's kind of funny to see everybody buzz about it. You mentioned the
2: academic side of Northwestern, very prestigious in that regard. You got your degree in economics, right? Yes, correct. All right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, you're a smart guy. Then yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's not an easy one to attain, I'm sure.
1: No, it's not. But I, I still have to figure out what I want to do with that, though. Hopefully, oh. I could push football for as long as possible. But afterwards, I still need to find, you know, what my area is to work in. You know, I'm kind of struggling with finding my identity in terms of what I want to be after football. But um, hopefully, I I'm in long enough to be able to make any free decision about what what passion I have then, so.
0: You get a few more years in, you're gonna be a one percenter, so,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping I'm, I'm able to have that, that liquidity to freely choose what I wanna do, you know? Next
2: contract, next where contract. Where the economics comes into play, right? <laughs> it's good to have that head on your shoulders though, where you know, hey, I'm not gonna be doing this forever.
1: Oh, yeah. Right?
2: I mean, this could be taken away at any moment, so you have to be thinking there's got to be another
1: plan absolutely and i'm even now like i'm stressed all the time about that you know mm. i mean things like at, at any game you know like yesterday things could have ended pretty quickly and that could uh, have
0: been nasty, really fast exactly
1: so you know i understand that and i and right now i act like i don't have like anything that i've made you know i'm, I'm living budgeted and uh, everything's saved away so um you, you just can't take it for granted it could end any day wow well, That's it,
2: impressive. That is impressive. How many, what percentage of guys would you say treat it that way, um, or is it more kind of a free wheeling lifestyle where you get the big money and all of a sudden, all right, I just want to spend, spend, spend?
1: I think with the education that they give us, uh, especially with the Packers, I know that we have meetings about it all the time. Um, we start off, we all start off as very, very reserved and very careful about our money. But as guys continue to make more, I think that. They start converting over you know start more freely spending but uh um i mean hopefully i get there at some point just based on that opportunity but um i haven't changed like that so i mean it's like 50 50. you know a lot of guys are more mindful than others
2: i know that uh rob gronkowski when he was in the league he said he never spent a dime of any of his contracts he just always spent off of his endorsement deals Mm -hmm. so when he retired Every single dollar that he made contract-wise was in the bank.
1: Yeah, and then you could just live off the interest.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's
0: really smart. smart. Yeah, yeah. But again, you know, it's... But it's got to be
2: tempting to go out... I know,
0: yeah, that's for sure.
2: (laughs) Buy the toys
0: and the houses and all that kind of stuff. But what you do for a living... Right. ...is something I just don't know if I would want to put myself through. You mentioned it. I mean, it can end, and it can end badly. Uh, It's a violent game. There's ramifications down the line arthritic problems medical issues all that sort of thing but it's the game exactly it's it's in your blood mm-hmm. it's in your blood gotta play the game packers made a move today uh just want to mention this tremont smith who had the season-long punt return yesterday of three yards waved by the packers <laughs> he fumbled it out of bounds yeah. that was the longest punt return of the year uh so he was waived and they have brought in another returner slash running back tyler Irvin, uh, who is a fourth year player out of san jose state originally with houston was with jacksonville for six games he's also returned some punts in his career 61 in his career with an 8.3 yard average so if he gets one return for his average the packers will be out of negative territory in punt return yardage this year. That is still a phenomenal stat. They are minus that, eight on the season for punt
2: returns. Total. That's a lot of pressure you just put on that young man to I'm perform. I'm not <laughs> saying he's going to be back there on that's Sunday a lot against of pressure. the
0: Redskins, but they obviously brought him in for a reason. So uh, Tyler Urban in, Trayvon Smith is out. You mentioned mandatory meeting over, you know, finances and all that sort of thing. There was a meeting last week. Zedaria Smith got the, some veterans together and convened it, and he – had the leadership council go in and meet with Matt LaFleur and they just kind of cleared the air about some things that were bothering the players. Matt LaFleur had a few things he wanted to get off uh, about what he wants from his guys. First time that's happened but LaFleur is really receptive to it and you know there was some conversation in the locker room yesterday now that he's at nine wins, he's a win away from being the winningest head coach. Uh, what have you seen from his leadership style that would allow him to say come on in fellas, let's hash it out uh, and I, from what Z was telling me, very frank discussion last week uh, with the veteran leaders on this team uh, to look forward to this last month of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean he's a he's a player's coach for sure. Um, he, he's he's a young guy and he understands the positions that we're in, but. Uh, you know, he really lets the leaders lead, and uh, he's not going to take away any opportunities for, you know, the leaders on our team to, to be able to lead us. But, um, I mean, he, he's a phenomenal coach, and, and he's really understanding. So he knows that the best units are the guys who who are who stick together and they have the most chemistry. So, uh, you know, he's he's really going to take their advice and, and be along with the players.
0: That's one of the things we heard a lot about him when the hire was made. Tyler was, all right, he's X's and O's. He's from this tree, uh, should be interesting to see how that develops uh, but he has really let personalities be personalities he has really let you guys be yourselves in the locker room on the field and that's a pretty good signal of of "Quote unquote, a player's coach.
1: Absolutely, you know, and he he encourages that. He he wants us to show our competitive side in team meetings. You know, we'll we'll do funny little competitions. He, and he wants us to celebrate when we can. He wants us to show our true colors and and really come together as a team instead of you know be a guy who wants to control everything. So. Uh, I, I really appreciate that about So it. do you
0: have like a Jeopardy uh, contest, things like that in team meetings well, that gets a little out of hand? Or? There's
1: some funny ones, you know, there's some trivia, uh, there's uh, little quizzes that we'll take, there's even like giant Connect Four tournaments, uh, basketball shootouts, you know, a lot of different things, but they're all fun and games in the meetings.
0: But it's always competitive.
1: Extremely competitive, extremely
0: Hmm. How extreme is extreme? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're coming to blows over a Connect Four game. <laughs> there was listen, Mercedes
2: Lewis. He trains MMA. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, you gotta be careful. I would let him win. I would. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope, Mercedes wins every game. Not messing with that guy.
1: Well, over training camp, you know, it was offense versus defense, and it was neck and neck the entire time. Yeah, yeah so. those
0: competitive things at the end of practice were fun to watch, <laughs> <Yeah>. really fun.
1: <laughs> exactly, so uh, it's, it really just improves the chemistry of the team and, and it's pretty awesome. From your rookie
2: season to now, what did you do this offseason to improve yourself, improve your game as an NFL player?
1: Um, I think the thing is, uh, I didn't stress as much going into rookie season. I was, I was all in my head, um, constantly stressing about things. Uh, this last off season, I relaxed. I knew exactly when, um, I'm supposed to take a break and exactly how I'm supposed to train. So during training was a lot more focused, um, a lot more energized and, uh, you know, I, I mean, I've been working on pass rush and, and, and. Not so much lifting heavy weights, but more so lifting more reps. You know, a little more cardio than, than getting more strong. So, um, you know, there's a lot of different things that you learn from being after in your first year of the league. So, uh, you know, each year I'm going to learn more and more. But uh, I felt more confident in this second off season. I can imagine how wide-eyed you must be coming into this profession. That had to
0: just be almost overwhelming.
1: Yeah, it was it was crazy, and, and a lot of things were happening in my life at that time. That you know everything kind of boiled together, and it, it made it extremely stressful, extremely scary. But um, you know, I kind of sank back into the the values I've been given, and just be prepared for anything.
0: Thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, really, you're helping exactly. me through this.
1: Wow. Man.
2: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of your dad, you lost your dad. He was 55, right? When yes. he from oral cancer. Yes. What talk just a little bit about. His influence on your life growing up, but also now that he's
1: passed, what it still means
2: to you to take that football field and think of him
1: every game. Yeah, I mean that's a good point you bring up. Uh, Early on, you know, he was he was really the caretaker for the family. He uh, he provided, like he worked nights, he worked all the time, and he sacrificed a lot of time that he was able to spend with us. Um, to work and to provide for us you know where my mom she was the one who brought me to all my games and and kinda supported me on the sidelines Um, and I didn't really see that until more recently you know I I kinda just knew that dad had to work or dad had to sleep Um, but he was always extremely excited and extremely proud of his kids so it's funny um, because after he passed away I'm really 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 starting to get a lot get to know a lot more about him and sort of really see that effect that he's had on my life and uh, it's way more than I realized at the time so um, honestly like the the life that he gave me him and him and my mom but um, I, I'm just blessed you know I'm blessed to receive it and and I pray all the time you know I'm, I can't wait to ask him more questions about his life um, and uh, you know I just everything I owe to them. That's an amazing story, and uh, and now this team is going through it again
0: with Mason and the whole mm-hmm. situation. What was that like presenting him with the game ball yesterday under those circumstances?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was incredible, and, and seeing that, I I, I know exactly he's going through stuff, it, yeah. and I know how it was for me to go through that, so seeing him get the game ball, I said this is a special moment. You know, I, I started tearing up myself um, just because I kind of put myself in those shoes, but, uh, you know, it was incredible to see him get that, and, and I really I really feel for him. I, I had a,
0: just a quiet moment with Mason after the game, after he was done with all the interviews and everything. Um, my wife's a cancer survivor, and we did a show here earlier this season, and Mason and Molly were, yep. came to eat dinner after the show. And I went over and said hello to him and stuff, and that was their first night out since Molly's surgery uh and so we've talked about that and we've kind of supported each other through that and i just it was again one of those moments you know where he's not the football player i'm interviewing he's just mason crosby and i wanted just to tell him you know how i'm feeling for him and what he's going through so hope everything goes well uh this week for mason crosby he'll be back in due time and perform as he has all season this might be his best year to tell you the truth for everything he's gone through fantastic season all right we're going to take a break when we look ahead to the Washington Redskins Adrian Peterson is still uh toting the mail ladies and gentlemen and he's coming to Lambeau on Sunday and that'll be a big effort for these guys to slow him down we'll take a break come back with more from the turn with Tyler Lancaster fifth quarter back after this timeout.
2: In his 40th year on the air, this is the fifth quarter, live from the turn, powered by Top Golf Swing Suites. Here are Mark Daniels
0: and Matt Z. Uh, this thing just flew by tonight. We got to giddy up here. Time for our cold play of the day from Robinson's. Let's see. Uh, Larry, you're back in line. Let's get that cold play from the game. Go ahead, Larry. Sterling Shepard's touchdown. you in, oh. finally. Yes, the only giant touchdown. Sterling got behind Kevin King. Made a sliding catch in the snow for the 18-yard score. I asked Kevin about the give and take of football. He gave one up, but later got one back with his fourth pick of the year.
1: Uh, yeah, we're going to double move.
0: So we got to stay on Yeah. You Kind of figured Jones was gonna put some up over the course of the day, though. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 of course. Gotta catch the ones they throw to you. Better catch the ones they throw to you, and he did. So that was our cold play. Way to go, Larry! You're in. Congrats, One more week to go next week, and it's the Washington Redskins coming to town. Tyler Lancaster, they're gonna run the ball. Uh, you uh, got hurt on a double team. You're gonna see more double teams, my friend. I'm sure come Sunday.
1: Oh yeah, they've got a really good offensive line, and and we know what they want to do. They're gonna run those doubles. They are run the that zone scheme but you know we just got to know what what to be prepared for and uh we, we're going to prepare for them like they're any other team you know they're not they are not their record and we're going to get the best yeah, shot just from flip it around just be in.
0: dyslexic go nine and three instead of three and nine <laughs> although they beat carolina and beat them up yeah. yesterday so uh they're feeling they want to win they'd like nothing more than to take down you guys and uh, kind of derail your plans but press on my son uh and uh boy double digits Next Sunday back at Lambo. That'll be nice to be home for a couple, too, won't it? Real exciting. A lot of travel the last couple of weeks. Tyler, it was fantastic having you on. Take care of the neck. Go uh, get an extra pillow tonight. uh, And uh, appreciate you coming on by. It was a blast. Great conversation, as usual.
1: Thanks so much for having me. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, Tyler Lancaster, our guest tonight.